Joining us now live from Israel, the former consul general from Israel to New York, a great advisor to many of the prime ministers there in Israel, uh, my dear friend, uh, consul general Alon Pincus. Um, Alon, thank you for joining us. First of all, our thoughts and prayers with Israel. Uh, your reaction, Alon, to this just horrible news that the world is learning today. Israeli media crews, as you know, uh, were brought in, uh, I-24 News to see what was happening and what happened to that kibbutz. Uh, just horrific yeah. images of, sadly, of, of, of even beheaded <sighs> babies. Uh, what are you hearing from Israel? This is getting so horrible, Alon. Well, hi, Rita. Good to be with you, Craig, John, and Richard. Um, well, yeah, it's devastating. There's no question about it. It's probably uh, Saturday, October 7th, uh, three days ago, was probably the worst day, arguably the worst day in Israel's history um, in terms of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the 9-11 type surprise. Uh, no comparisons made, just limiting this to the, uh, the shock of the surprise. Um, there are probably over a thousand dead, uh, many of which, at least 800 of which are civilians, of which, as you um, um, noted in, in your um, opening, Rita, um, of which 14 have are either American or have a dual citizenship. Uh, this this was a major, you know, this was a major and devastating debacle in terms of the uh, intelligence, in terms of the uh, early warning. This, um, you know, without getting into an argument uh, with the previous speaker, this has nothing to do with the money that uh, the U.S. unfroze that belongs to Iran via Qatar and South uh, Korea. And most of the weapons are, are uh, via Iran and then Afghanistan and not Ukraine. But that that doesn't change. These these uh, tidbits of information are important, of course. It doesn't change the shock. And the question right now is um, what's in store uh, in the next few days and how and to what extent uh, this will escalate. Yeah, and and Consul General um, Alan Pincus again, uh, the former Consul General from Israel to New York, joining I'm us here. Rita, forget the forget the titles. Oh, thank, thank you, you. longtime friend. By the way, uh, Alan, we have known each other Correct. for decades. Uh, what is yeah. Israel going to do? Um, because we know that they're amassing their reservists. They have to wipe Correct. out Hamas. This is not just. A, this is, as yeah, you know, this is a fight for the struggle. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But but here's here's how here's where it gets complicated. Um, Hamas is not an army. Hamas is, is a bunch of terrorist thugs and murderers who um, um, who control the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip is the most densely populated area on Earth, with uh, uh, 2.2 million people condensed in an area half the size of Manhattan. Now. Um, Wiping out Hamas is, is, is a great thing to do. It is a great objective, but it's easily said, easier said than done. Um, in order to do that, it's not enough to wipe out, wipe out neighborhoods to fire uh, missiles from attack helicopters or F-16 or F-35 jets. In order to seriously uproot Hamas, dismantle the uh, military infrastructure, you need a ground operation, and a ground operation is when things get really ugly and lengthy and prolonged and, and, and nasty. 
And I don't know, I honestly don't know, Rita, um, where this is going. Obviously, this cannot and will not uh, be treated as just another uh, cycle of violence, you know, in in which there's a ping pong or exchange of uh, firepower, and then we all go home uh, counting our deads as we did for the last, uh, for the better part of the last 20 years, every, every two, three years. This, this was a game changer in terms of the uh, scale and the magnitude. So I, I anticipate uh, the Israeli reaction to the Israeli retaliation to be massive. How massive and whether or not it will involve a ground operation, I honestly do not know. You know, I want to ask you, uh, how is Israel just dealing with the fact and how concerned are you at the fact that they clearly have, uh, we're hearing 150 more hostages, the Hamas, and they are threatening, uh, that any strike, uh, anything, uh, they're going to execute and they're going to put it on social media. It is so horrible. How worried are the Israelis? Very worried because, uh, you know, people know these people. I mean, my own daughter has, uh, three friends. Uh, who were murdered, and two who are believed to be um, hostages. I mean, friends, as in people I know, friends of my daughter. So, so this, this, you know, this is close to home for many, many, many Israelis. I, I, I'm the one happening to speak with you, but but there are thousands of Israelis who've been touched by this. So, so the worry is real. Now, the question is, what does Hamas want to do here? Do they want to exchange? Uh, uh, the number of hostages they have, maybe 150, maybe 80, I don't know. Uh, it's unconfirmed. Do they want to change, to exchange rather, to exchange all those for all the Hamas uh, uh, convicts and inmates, uh, um, prisoners in Israel? Um, I don't know. Maybe the Israeli government, uh, which, by the way, owns this crisis and owns this debacle and owns this uh, uh, scandal, um, I don't know if they have the uh, public legitimacy to negotiate. On the other hand, as you correctly uh, um, uh, mentioned, Rita, um, any Israeli action um, and these these lunatics, these thugs are going to start executing people. This is like a horror crime movie uh, that we all watch on television and, and, you know, and then have a drink. But this is real life. And they and and not for nothing, the president, President Biden, in a very very uh, um, welcome uh, um, pro-Israeli speech, um, not for nothing, he compared it to ISIS. I think this is an important point, Rita, because alluding to Hamas as a terror organization is remote from from the American psyche. Comparing them to ISIS makes them, to a degree. An American issue. And it's not just the American nationals that have been killed or being held hostage. It makes, once the comparison to ISIS was made, this makes it an issue that's bigger and broader than Israel versus Hamas. So, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, we have a quick question yeah. from Craig Eaton, real quick. Mr. Pinkus, sure. how you doing? I, I mean, look at the timing. If you Hi, look Craig. at the timing from when we released the hostages and, and released the $6 billion, uh, it's almost a month ago. I mean, do you believe there's any connection? I mean, I can't get it out of my head no. that there is no connection no. between this. There is no, there is no connection. Listen, Craig, I understand the question. I understand how the the, the logic seems. The the money was Iran's. They have enough. They have been funding Iran. is is a terror state. They are funding, uh, mentoring uh, um, a a whole web of proxies throughout the Middle East, and, and they are in very good 
ties now with the Russians, by the way, and they control Hezbollah in Lebanon. They have militias in Syria. They have militias in Iraq, and they have uh, um, some control over Hamas in Gaza, even though they come from different uh, from two different strains of Islam. The Iranians are Shiite, and Hamas are uh, are Sunni. But let's not delve into that. Um, yeah, and by the way, of, by the way, Alan, more important too, yes. um, just because we just have a few minutes here. Um, listen, uh, we are watching most importantly where this is headed. Uh, I believe the next few days are going to be pivotal, just as you said. Absolutely. And, uh, and this is most importantly, our thoughts and prayers are with all of you there in Israel. Uh, this is just such a horrible circumstance. You got to keep us posted. Please come back on soon. We love you and we appreciate I you. I will. And thank you for having me to all of you and especially to you, Rita. Yeah, thank you, my friend. You stay safe in our prayers, of course, thank, uh, as and also your much. friends, uh, your daughter's friends who are now hostage. Wow. Uh, thank you, Alon, yes. very, very much. Thank you. Wow. Thank you.